Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Ten minutes after eight on Wisconsin's Morning News. Quote, if you don't have those exhibits, I'm not sure we will continue going. Matt from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel in the coverage that has caught fire from over the weekend on something that we actually have long since known at the Milwaukee Public Museum when it gets to its new space in 2026 is not going to look exactly the same as the current Milwaukee Public Museum. Thank goodness. <laughs> right. It's in, This story is interesting to me on two levels, and I want to ask the question if uh, that quote that I read to you from someone uh, in our area who says they love the museum as it is and they're not going to go to the new one if certain things don't occur. I'm, I'm interested to know if, if you agree. Or if you're going to the current one then. Right. And I'll, I'll open up the Old National Bank talk and text line 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. But let's fill you in on why we're talking about this again today. And maybe you've seen it in your social media feeds. If you're on Facebook or Twitter or any of these things, if you read the newspaper, if you watch the TV news, like all of a sudden everybody's talking about what's going to happen to the streets of old Milwaukee. Where did this come from? So I'll back you up and let you know why we're talking about this again. Then I'm going to reinform you of why it's so important to listen to Wisconsin's morning news specifically, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> okay, to now remain I informed. It. Now yes. I get it. So this is new to a lot of people, but the Milwaukee Public Museum is moving to a new space. They're working to raise $240 million for the project. Much of that funding is already secure. 2026 is when they hope to open the new doors. And Milwaukee Public Museum on Facebook posted a link to a Milwaukee Magazine article that ran recently. And the article featured some quotes from Ellen Sensky, who's the president and CEO of the museum, as well as Katie Sanders, who's the chief planning officer for Milwaukee Public Museum. And it must have been the first time a lot of people saw this or heard this or read it or were exposed to it, even though I didn't really think that much of this was new information. They're talking about some of our favorite exhibits. And I will again remind you, I am on record as saying the streets of old Milwaukee at the Milwaukee Public Museum is one of maybe the top 10 happiest places on earth for me. You took your wife there on one of your first dates. <laughs> it was our first date, like real date date. To the museum. First right. kiss right there by the lady in the rocking That's chair. That's not accurate. No. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> That's what you told me, right. I thought. No, right. And there was this side area where not a lot of people could see. <laughs> it's a little right. darker. Terrible. <laughs> terrible what you've done now. Oh, I, I love that space. I loved it as a kid. I loved it as a young adult. I love it as a parent, as so many of us do now, sharing that with our children. And we have grandparents who share it with their grandchildren. It's very special space. But there's no guarantee right now for the Milwaukee Public Museum, that there will be anything like that necessarily in the new museum. We certainly know that they're not going to disassemble that exhibit brick by brick and reassemble it in its same form you know, a few blocks Which to the Which I contend is a north. good thing, but go ahead. I, th I would agree. Here's Ellen Sensky on that. She's the president and CEO of the museum. Our goal is that when you walk into the new museum, you will feel that you're in a familiar space, but that you're also in a very refreshed space. So entire exhibits will not move over, but elements will. And that caused people to go nuts <laughs> on social media, including one person who had responded, well, then maybe we won't go. <laughs> Come on. We're not going to the Come new on. museum because it's not going to be the same as the old museum. Now, two things about that. I'll end the conversation on whether or not this should have surprised anyone. 
six, eight months ago. I think this goes back to June. We had on this program, Wisconsin's Morning News, we had Katie Sanders, who's the chief planning officer for the Milwaukee Public Museum, in an interview with us. As MPM has been a leader in exhibit design for our entire history, we're really taking this opportunity to think about what does the next generation of learners need from a museum. Um, so many of the exhibits that you're used to will have, will have familiar aspects of them, but we're not just picking up an entire exhibit and moving it into the new museum. So here's some familiar themes there. This has been their line, and perhaps it was rehearsed to a degree, and there's nothing wrong with that. They knew they were going to be asked, what about all the things I love? And they should be glad that people love things mm-hmm. at the museum. Maybe for you it's the dinosaurs, right? Right, big old. Why do <laughs> I feel necessary? That. That's how <laughs> no, a dinosaur sounds, that. Eric. No, because, you know, every once in a while they roar, and the one's eating the other guy, and there's yeah. the thunder and the yep, lightning. Yep. And maybe it's the streets of old Milwaukee. Maybe it's European village, which I kind of sort of blend together. You move on over there and you hope that people would have a passion about that. I say that all the time when people send me a complaint email about the show. I don't like this or that. I'm like, I'm glad you care. So let's start there. Thank you. And I'm sure the museum is of that same mentality. But they also knew they were going to be asked, what about the things I love and what is my expectation for seeing them in this new space? And so you have sort of what seems to be a rehearsed line of, yes, we... We're not going to throw everything out. We know what you love. We're going to continue asking you as a community, what is it that you love and what do you want to see over here? But no, we're not going to lift old stuff and drop it inside new walls. What's the point of that if we don't evolve? That'd be very disappointing, I think, for a lot of people. You spend all this money and energy and time and you just bring the same exhibit. No, it's got to be different. Yeah. Now, I would say from my personal hope, what I hope they do is I hope there is a Streets of Old Milwaukee. Maybe you call it something else, but that is has a similar feel to what the point of that was. This is what life used to be like. Maybe it evolves past that particular date in time. You have that a little bit with the streetcar thing that they added where you go through sort of different eras of Milwaukee and mirror them back and forth. So maybe it's that. I'd love to see. I don't expect to see Granny. Out back in one of the dumpsters. She's going to end up in your basement. Right, right. You're going to bring that home. You know, so I don't think they're just going to start wholesale throwing stuff out. <laughs> Say, out oh, of hell with you. You're going to end up putting that in the living room. My hope for that right next space, to the TV. specifically, yes, would be that some of those elements come and live in well, a new space that's designed to have all the same feels. That would be the... That'd be the expectation, right? That they will do something similar, but bigger, better, bolder, you know, more tech. I mean, we got a, a Bud Selig at American Family Field right now that's hologram that stands up and talks to you or whatever it does when you go see the Bud Selig experience. Why not do something like that? Why can't Granny be, uh, trans, you know, some kind of hologram? Like You can do anything these days. So that's my expectation exactly along those lines for some of the favorites, whether it be the dinosaurs or the European village or streets of old Milwaukee, those kind of things. But uh, I have no expectation that they'd take it out brick by brick and just reinstall it inside new walls. But I wonder, people are very passionate about this and I think rightly so. So let's do the museum a favor here and answer the question for them. 855-616- 1620 is the Old National Bank talk and text line. Old National Bank, get old. 855-616-1620. From the 414, the streets of Old Milwaukee and the European houses are the best part of the museum. I think they know how beloved they are and will hopefully be even better at the new museum. I prefer to think positively about this. (laughs) How about you? Are you thinking positively about this? Do you expect them to have these sort of things in certain element form? Or are you of the opinion that if the things aren't exactly as you like them, 
inside this new place, you're just flat not going to go. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. A lot of comments coming in already. Would love to talk with it. Talk through it with you on the phone. Go a ahead, quick tell open. your guy. <laughs> just thought we just do a quick tell open. Tell open it up. All right, open it up. Commence primary ignition. All right, so now it's open. Where's the rest? <laughs> we don't have time for it. <laughs> Got to get moving. 818, give us a call. 855-616-1620 on the old National Bank talk and text line. Are you going to not go to the new museum if it doesn't have the same stuff you've always liked? That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Twenty-two on Wisconsin's Morning News. Greg Pancake Hill producing the program. Dude, I've got an awesome acoustic of this. Oh, we'll, we'll throw that in the mix. You like that, right? <laughs> oh, man, take a look at my life. I'm alive. Oh, here we go. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> all right. Well, well, what about all us old men and women here who grew up with the streets of old Milwaukee and the dinosaurs and all the things we love about the Milwaukee Public Museum? What expectation do you have that they're going to lift those things and drop them into the new walls? My argument is you can't expect that. It must evolve as much as I love and I deeply love all of those things. I hope they're represented in some form, but I want this to be a new space. From the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. Samson must be there. A revamped streets of old Milwaukee, too. Revamped. And I think yes, that's the key word. I agree with that. Uh, here's another one. Didn't the dinosaurs already teach us that if you don't evolve, you die? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> It definitely is that. 855-616-1620 is the Old National Bank talk and text line. Old National Bank, get old. Let's bring in some calls. Uh, talk to Dennis here in Milwaukee. Morning, Dennis. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You know, uh, I think they could borrow something from uh, Walt Disney World or the uh, Spaceship Earth. I don't know if you guys ever were on that. Uh, hang on, Dennis. We're gonna. I'm gonna put Pancake back on the line with you here. I need a little bit better connection, but I definitely want to talk to you. A uh, couple other texts here. In the meantime, um, it's like, let me see. It's uh, it's like, oh, you want to go back to that? All right, sorry. Uh, go ahead, Dennis. Uh, I got you back on the line here. Okay, so yeah, much better. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that if they could borrow something from Walt Disney World, like Spaceship Earth, but not necessarily as a ride, but how they trace the different eras of humankind as it progressed. And if they could do that with Milwaukee, the same same way, you know, what were the different eras of Milwaukee where they'd have different dioramas and or holograms, like you said, that would be able to depict those different, you know, parts of um, the development of Milwaukee as a city. Yeah, you know what I'm the hearing? Community. What I'm hearing you say, too, Dennis, is kind of where I'm at. You still want that, though, right? I mean, maybe uh, I'm with you. Like, I don't, I don't need streets to be brick by brick the same thing, but I want yeah. exactly what you've just described. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thanks for the call, Dennis. Appreciate it. Uh, Agreed. I vote for animatronics. <laughs> yeah, well, you're 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 just chief there. Disney correspondent. Uh, you go to the Hall of Presidents. Did I walked past it, but I didn't have time, unfortunately. <laughs> but we did do like the Tiki Room, and we did you know stuff like that. So we ended up seeing um, what about Tomorrowland? Yes, <laughs> yes. Tomorrowland. Paging tomorrow. But I remember seeing the bears. Was that yes. that bear one? We saw that too. So I saw that when I was a kid, Debbie. 
And then we brought our kids, and it was exactly the same. Exactly the same, yes. That's no good to me. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like it's, it, it's one of those things where it's nostalgia, but then after you've seen it a couple of times, then, then what? Then, you know, other people that have never seen it, it's not nostalgia for them. It's new. So, you know, how do you, how do you balance that, you know? I mean, it's not, the streets of Old Milwaukee is not going to be nostalgia for everyone. It's going to be, it needs to be educational, so. Yeah, I think, too, you know, you reach a point, there's a middle point. For a while, something's just old. Right. Right? And then you have this middle point where it's kind of old for a long time. But if it survives that old, then it becomes iconic, or then it becomes historic. I would certainly put the streets in that category, you know, where it's not just old, where it is sort of, you know, one of those things that I do want to see it again and again and again and again. But I acknowledge, like, we have to be open to evolution and to change. Well, to add another layer on yeah. it, like, think about Splash Mountain. They are shutting it down completely in about a couple of weeks, and they're retheming it completely to Tiana's place type of thing, you know, the the Princess and the Frog. Yeah, that's uh, New Orleans the, theme, right? Yeah, exactly. But the, you remember what the what the old theme was, was Br'er Bear and Br'er Fox and Br'er Rabbit, and that was kind of questionable as far as, you know, the being politically correct and all that stuff. So, I mean, that's pretty much why Disney's making that change. It's not so much, well, they are old, all the, there was half of the animatronics weren't working, but... But beyond that, it's like it's putting out a different message now. So I don't know if that needs to be refreshed as well or it's just a different layer. From the National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620, I really hope that there isn't a ton of screens everywhere in the new museum. I can look at things on the computer at home. I like the real aspect of the exhibit, so that goes into the whole Streets of Milwaukee. Here's Total one agreement on that. Uh, one more for you before you take a call. Same exhibit, boring. That's why we don't go so often now. It'll be nice to see the streets of old Milwaukee redone, but in some fashion being different. And if they're getting rid of Granny, let me know. Can we get a number so we can buy her? <laughs> <laughs> let me go to uh, Scott with us on the old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620. Scott from East Troy. Morning, Scott. Good morning. So I'm 48. And my grandmother told us a story that our great-grandparents came over from Germany and around the time that the streets of Old Milwaukee were putting together, they were looking for items to put in the museum. And my grandma had um, furniture. I remember a rocker. I want to say there's a rocking chair, a table that they donated to the Milwaukee Public Museum to be in that display. If they do go the route of dismantling what's going to happen with all the items that they have at that display yeah i think that's a good question scott uh, appreciate the call and and for your family's contribution as well i've got a, a, i think i've spoken of my great grandfather on the polish side of my family did a series of carvings about the fisher people who lived on jones island back the cashew poles and has donated a number of those to the museum then they come out on display from time mm -hmm, to time mm -hmm. but that's something that i'm very proud of but i would not like to put myself in scott's shoes like i would not like to to hear that i would want to know what's happening to those well, I think what did she tell us when we had her on several months ago? I mean, they're not gonna, they're not throwing they're anything not gonna away. The they're not, yeah, nothing like that. I, and I don't even think she even confirmed that they would even be selling stuff like that either. I, I mean, it no, was still we too made early that up today. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not suggesting that we know. Right. <laughs> I just want to be able to go there. That just there's like going to be a fire outside. sale. It's all on the street. Like a can, sidewalk sale yeah, on MacArthur Square. I want a little like piece of sticker that says five bucks on it, so I can argue that that's you too can much. haggle with them. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's hey, what I want. How much you? How much you want for the sarcophagus over there? <laughs> so that might be beyond your means. All right, I got it. 
How about a hundred bucks? I mean, I got 120 here. That's right. my best. Well, I'm offer. walking away. Let's go to uh, Danny. Danny is with us in Janesville this morning. Morning, Danny. Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, doing well. What do you think? Well, I was gonna. I was just thinking that you know, with a museum that you basically have to always kind of upgrade things. You know, like I remember going to the Chicago Field Museum and the Museum of Science and Industry, and it's like, okay, yes, they have some of the same exhibits there that they've had for like 150 years. But it's only little bits here and there. It, you know, everything does have to evolve. Now, I remember going to Disney and always riding on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Now, that thing was always constantly breaking down from what I've heard. And the last year that I went was the last year that they had it there. And actually having it break down was the coolest thing that ever happened. Because we ended up having to actually walk through the ride to get out of there. Oh, cool. So here, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was just like, oh. We we actually had to get up out of the boats and walk through the village. <laughs> oh, this is cool! So I got to see the animatronics, you know, up close and just see, you know, how they worked and all that. And I was just like, "Can I just stay here for like half an hour?" You know, and but uh, yeah, I mean, sure, you can have some of the same stuff. I mean, like Disney has, you know, Space Mountain and and the little uh, railroad that goes around and so on. And it's like, yeah, some of that stuff is fine. But you have to upgrade just like everything else, you know, and otherwise it becomes like the domes where you see it one time, then you don't have to go again for another 50 years. And then it doesn't, you know, it hasn't changed since then. Yeah, appreciate it, Danny. Always good to talk to you. This on the text line, let's start this rumor. Let's move the old Milwaukee streets to the domes. There you go. We've solved two problems. <laughs> rumor start In one action. 831 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight thirty-three on Wisconsin's Morning News. Been talking about the new Milwaukee Public Museum set to open in twenty twenty-six, and a lot of emotional reaction as folks who loved what they've always loved at the old museum want at least. If I'm sensing the crowd, if I can read the room, Eric, is folks want some of the traditional feels. They want those elements, but largely are accepting that things need to be updated. Evolution is okay, but let's not forget the past. It sounds like that's what they're on track to do. Let me bring in one more call on this because Joe has an interesting idea. Joe's with us from Milwaukee. Good morning, Joe. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Good. What are you thinking on this? Good, good. What if they were to take out the physical display, leave the room wide open, um, and have people don and put on virtual reality uh, goggles or headset or whatever you want to say, and they can select what they want to see and kind of walk through that room uh, as they see fit. So, you know, you could progress from really, you know, chronologically through the, the streets of old Milwaukee and walk through it a couple different times. Choose your own adventure with the virtual. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> cool, Joe. Thank you. Uh, I, I like it. And I think you have to think that VR or other technology is going to be a big part of this. But one of the texters said, right, uh, I don't want a whole bunch, bunch of screens. A bunch of screens, right. yeah, right. Want and to I, be able to see and touch and feel. Right. And I'm not a, I don't even not necessarily a touch guy. need buttons and knobs. I just, you know, I need to be immersed in an experience. And, and while I appreciate what folks are saying about wanting that updated tech, integrating that into a real experience, like Discovery World has a virtual reality exhibit. But it's just one part of Discovery World. So I'm open to that, as he suggested, but... In terms of what is so great about the streets of old Milwaukee is you're there. You're on a street. It feels like a street. It feels like a real place. And it's not virtual. I can get that at home. 
I can buy a VR headset or might have access to one, even at a library or through school or whatever. I can, I can do computer stuff at home and in my way. I need the museum to build me this thing, a real physical space to be in. With buttons that work all the time. <laughs> and, and Yes, that's true. That is tough. Sometimes it doesn't seem like it. Folks have asked about the snake button as well. The museum <laughs> yeah. has again assured people that something like that will be a part of what we do. We do expect to learn specifically in spring a little bit more about the exhibit lineup. Hope the folks over there at MPM were listening this morning. A lot of good suggestions today. minutes before at nine o'clock on wisconsin's morning news eric because i have great reverence for the news i would never have interrupted your newscast with my various wise-ass comments but i, I have appreciate a, that i have a couple <laughs> okay that i'd like to make now all right <laughs> okay can you read me the prison story again because we're just coming off our very robust discussion on you know what's new and what's old at the uh, the public museum yeah. okay. okay um well yeah so milwaukee residents will get a chance today to weigh in on a plan to build a youth prison in the city. This would be on the northwest side, near 76 in Clinton. Public hearing uh, kicks off at 9 a.m. today. And folks will be able to say what exhibits from the old prison they would like to... <laughs> wow. Come on wow. Now. <laughs> that was a big build-up there, big guy. <laughs> well, I got more, Deb. Right, read me, read me the weather one. We're not done. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. All right, so the weather one you said? Okay, yeah. let me see here. All right, uh, so this is um, you, your your delivery on this. Really, I thought it was very well read. I'm not. I mean, I'm just blowing smoke. Like Eric's, a, Eric's a great deliverer of the news, and I thought you you hammered an important story and you read it well, delivered okay. it well. Okay, relentless string of California storms, swamping roads, battering coastlines with high surf, turning rivers into gushing flood zones. It's also forcing the evacuation of thousands in California. Otherwise, how's the weather there? <laughs> okay. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Just like, okay, I'm here. <laughs> you were going to do that? You were going to crack the mic and I, say that? I was that close. There? I don't know how I would have responded to that. You would have laughed and then you would have been mad at me, <laughs> but not really. Like when you cause me to break mid whatever I'm supposed to be doing. That never happens. And I get the, the laugh and the wheeze or I get the cough or whatever it is that you break out on me. I'm happy for that because it's made me laugh. It's WTMJ's Vince Vetrano here. And I played sports my entire... <laughs> and you killed me on that one. What's wrong? See? <laughs> you killed me on that one. I don't even remember what you did. Why is listening to Vince laugh so funny? It right? just it makes me laugh. Just the wheeze yeah. is so long. <laughs> it's WTMJ's Vince Petrano here. Deb. I played sports my entire... <laughs> one, two, three, four. Jeez. What's wrong? And then he passes out. <laughs> yeah, and then he taunts me. Yeah. What's wrong? What? I didn't do anything. Is your you all right? for air? <laughs> it was worse on TV. I mean, at least I can kind of hide in here then. Mm-hmm. Or I could even like point at you, like cover me. I can't. I can't recover. You know where Susan used to get me because, you know, you and I know well each other well enough that you know what triggers I have, oh, yeah. right? And Absolutely. I know what yep. triggers yep. you have. I know what's, <laughs> what's going to break you. Susan and I sat on that anchor desk together at TMJ4 for 16, maybe 17 years. We're good friends, and she knew what we're... It was to the she point would see where it before it happened. She, she could yep. see it coming that yep. this is going to break Vinny. And... Oftentimes, what would get me is not what was happening, but her reaction to it. So sometimes in an effort to shield me from that so that we don't have a total collapse, and sometimes it can be during a serious story. Of course, of course. Virtually everything is funny to me in some way. 
which is for better and for worse. So if you're in a serious delivery of a news story and you don't want to break, she could see it coming. Here's something that's going to bug him or that's going to get him or whatever. Tickle his fancy. <laughs> right. And she would she would start to break before it happened and then <laughs> yeah, do the quick it. turn away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I can feel her. I'm looking into the camera and we have the teleprompter, right? So I'm reading the script that we've prepared. But I feel her turn hard to, hard left, like away. I'm like, she's going to laugh. And now it like made it worse. And then it would be a complete collapse. Isn't that the worst? <laughs> oh, my the, gosh. It's the worst, but also the best. It's, There's nothing like laughing that hard. Oh, my gosh. I just remember whether it was in high school or during meetings or whatever, just cannot stop. Cannot stop giggling over something somebody said or the look they gave. And then, then you're that guy. Yes. And even better when you're not supposed to be. Oh, it's always in when you're church not supposed or to be. Right. Right. Yes. in class yes. or whatever. I told this story before. Like I almost, I almost ruined my brother's wedding. I'm standing up. Obviously, I'm next to my cousin Brad, and we're up ruined there. Ruined the wedding. <laughs> you'll, you'll appreciate this. See, I think you would have this. You would have this same reaction as I would. So it's a Catholic mass, and we're at communion, or about to do communion, or at the consecration, and. Every church does it differently, right? This particular church, my brother's church in Green Bay, this place had one of those giant, like, Waffle House-size hosts. For, <laughs> like, big. And not every... Many churches just have the regular old host that they will yeah, elevate sure. up, and, yes, you know, yeah. during the thing. Yeah. So it's the consecration. <laughs> so it looks like a pizza. <laughs> lifts oh, up. my God. Uh, a hubcap-sized host. <laughs> he lifts it up, and we're on the altar, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he lifts it up, and I just, I mutter under my breath, sweet. <laughs> and my yes. cousin, he almost went to a knee. <laughs> See, that's great. But why is that even funny? It's so stupid. It's so, what am I, sixth grade? of everybody. Right? Everyone's grown-ass men. <laughs> but he put that, that pizza pie up there. Oh, sweet. <laughs> and then he almost... That made the wedding. That would be the one thing everyone remembered. <laughs> okay. People, people are, why are people calling you pancake? Do they want to tell <laughs> yeah. stories? Oh, do we have any, some good ones? All right. I got to take a break. Let's see if it happens. 855-616-1620 is the old national bank talk and text line. Old national bank. Get old. Tell me a story about when you were laughing uncontrollably at an inappropriate time. We'll do it next on Wisconsin's morning news. I must break you. 851 on Wisconsin's morning news. Sorry to cut the black crow short here, but I want to try to get to both of these if we can. 855-616-1620 on the Old National Bank. Talk and text line, Old National Bank, get old. We're asking uh, what made you laugh at an inappropriate time, and it's always something stupid. Lisa is with us from Equan. Morning, Lisa. Good morning, y'all. <laughs> uh, I was doing a puppet show at Cumberland School with Dick Chudnow from Comedy Sports, and uh -oh. we were doing um, uh, subject matter that was about actually disabled children and to be an empathetic person. And we had child-sized puppets, and we were told, do not defer from the script at all. This is very important. And Dick being Dick was, um, you know, just extemporaneously killing us. <laughs> and the teachers and myself, and I was in that silent, convulsive laughter, of which you know all too well. And my puppet just lay flat 
on the table <laughs> of which we were behind because I couldn't do one thing except convulsively laugh. Yeah, that's not. You can't. Well, first of all, you can't give a comedy. Thank you, Lisa. You can't give a comedy sports guy a script to read and say <laughs> yeah, don't. That's a don't recipe, improvise. Recipe yes. for disaster there, especially if you give him a puppet to play with. <laughs> that's awesome. Here, one more quick on this. Uh, Kathy is with us from Racine. You got a church story, Kathy? Yes, I have a church story. I had to stop laughing about the host, and I was able to preach at a mass, okay? So I am at mass. I've walked in with the presider. My family is in the front row. The presider has a very high-pitched voice that my brothers reacted to and started laughing. Oh, of course. <laughs> I understand why my brothers are laughing. I am facing the congregation doing all I can not to laugh, and they thought I was going to kill them after church, but right. I didn't. But it was just trying to keep my composure in. <laughs> well, and that's why that's so, so funny and resonates, um, Kathy, because you weren't laughing even necessarily at the priest with the unexpected, or the presider with the unexpected no, voice. It's you no. laughing at your idiot brothers who are laughing at that. <laughs> yes. So I just I had to tell you I love your show. So thank you so oh, much for all the you. laughs in the morning and the serious stuff. It really helps. So you have a great day, okay? Uh, you too, Kathy. Thanks for sharing that. That's exactly Thanks it. And again. that's where it got with me with Susan and me. And it gets there with you. It's not even whatever it was that we're laughing about. It's her reaction of course, to what it was absolutely. that we're doing that was take me down every time. 854 on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. 857 on Wisconsin's Morning News from the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Old National Bank, get old. First Holy Communion practice in the atmosphere, of course, very serious. My grandson picks up the chalice and says, Dilly Dilly. <laughs> yes! Oh, my <laughs> Everyone bursts out in laughter. Oh, there you go. And this one to sum it up. And his grandson is 34 years old. <laughs> And this one to sum up our conversation. Somebody just sent me this Instagram screen grab with someone who had written out, everyone needs a friend who they probably shouldn't be allowed to sit next to at a serious function. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can think about eight of those. Right? Like all of my friends, <laughs> including all three of us in this room. I always try to guess the topic because I don't listen to your show right before when, I, when I'm yeah, getting ready for my busy. show. Yeah, busy. So it was, what, embarrassing moments in public? What was the... I don't know how we got on it. I think we got on it because I tried to make Eric laugh during a newscast, and then we talked about I did that yesterday, actually. Right, that causes you just a complete break, and then he made fun of me for breaking down on one of our things, and then we are talking So you're about trying to it. crack him during well, that. So, yeah. But it takes no work. Like, I'm no, the easiest you're, you're to easy. break. Right. But Vince once you get once you get on these like, laughing jags, it's hard to get yeah. off. Yeah. And that's kind of what spurred the conversation was where you know what give me an, an inappropriate place to laugh where you're try the harder you try not to laugh. And it's usually like church or we had a couple texts from people at funerals, which that's you know, awkward, right? But it, and it's and you know it, but it's not your fault. I'm sorry, it's funny, no. <laughs> and I can't stop. Right? Laughing and humor is not a bad thing, right? You I mean, if you're being dis deliberately disrespectful, yes. that's a different kind of thing. But I'd be more mad at people whipping out their cell phones or smartphones yeah. during ah, important sure. things. Get that? Yeah, that that would get that would beef me. What's your line always? You're not that important. You're not that important. None of us are that important. What are you working on? I'm starting with one that you'll probably recognize. This so the uh, a county in Wyoming ha is setting a limit on how long you can keep your holiday lights on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They actually are going to legislate it. Yeah, January 10th. 
which is okay. today. Yeah, I, yeah. I see that. You know, every time I bring this up, people go, oh, the epiphany, you know, which is the sixth, I believe. Uh, is it changed year to year? Is it always the sixth? I don't know. I should know, but I don't. No, I think it's always the same. Is it the 12 sixth? days after? Yeah, or? yeah so it's always right, the same yeah, day. Okay. okay, so I give them that. That's a week after mm-hmm. the New Year. Sure. But after like the 10th or the 15th, it's time to get that stuff down. Okay, so down or just off? Well, their thing because is... those are two different things. Yeah. I looked up their their you know, their bill. It's You can still have them up, but they have to be off. Okay. So they're trying... That's here, where I'm at right their now. Their argument <laughs> is that they want yep. people to enjoy the night sky. Okay. Yeah. So here's here's your workaround on that one. You just post a little handmade sign out in front that says, Happy Valentine's Day. And turn your lights back. Yeah. See, that's the yes. weird, because we, yeah. know, we all know there's that. people that are, are just moving these holidays along, right? Valentine's <laughs> right. Day, St. Patrick's Day, Memorial Day. They're never taking the same stuff lights. Well, society tells us we have to put up lights for who says that? Oh, you see it. There's Halloween stuff. There's it's St. Patrick's much, Day it's stuff. There's Valentine's Day I stuff. I say it's too much. So I'm going to give the, the listeners' take on this. In the uh, first few moments of the show, we got some serious stuff, too, as, as well. Steve Scafidi is next on WTMJ. Hey, Vince. Aren't you supposed to be in this meeting?